Alright guys, well welcome back to another episode of Too Many Hobbies. I am your host, Brian Ellithorpe. Today I wanted to talk about a couple hunts that I've gone on in the past couple weeks. Uh, hunt with my dog out on the lake that was just unbelievable. Talking about his first hunt in our backyard. So, let's roll the show. guys well thank you for tuning in to another episode the views have been coming in pretty steady and it's been cool to see the show progress i know that a lot of people like hearing about hunting shows and as far as like my weightlifting stuff and photography stuff all of the different episodes are getting some good views so thank you to everybody that's tuned in and i hope you guys are enjoying yourselves and enjoying the show so what i want to talk about and start the show off with is opening day for our regular season here in Ohio. I live in the Marsh Zone, so our zone opened up two weeks before the North Zone, which would be the, the north half of the state. And what I decided to do because I had a wedding that day and also because I wanted to run the dog opening day, but keep it in a controlled environment is I decided to hunt in my backyard in my pond. I hunted with my buddy Damien. Hopefully he finds his way on the show soon. You guys would enjoy having him on. And he was in the wedding, so he showed up early in the morning to hunt with me. And I let him shoot the first bird, which was a wood duck. We get a lot of wood ducks in the back pond, mostly because the marsh that surrounds my property holds a lot of wood ducks and teal in the early season and in the beginning of the big duck opener. We had a lot of wood ducks working their way into the pond in the mornings, so I knew that we were going to shoot something back there, and it was a good environment for me to run the dog just because he's comfortable with the backyard, and I wanted to just give him, I wanted to ease him into the season. And that was the easiest way for me and for him to get him his first couple retrieves, and then we could work from there. So about 20 minutes after shooting late, we had a bird work in. That was the bird that Damien kicked up, and he shot. And I tried to send the dog. And what happened was a lot of the decoys and the leaves were really throwing him off, so he had a hard time marking the bird right away. So what I ended up doing was taking him to the other side of the pond, closer to where the bird actually fell, and was able to send him from there, and he got his first bird. And it was just an unbelievable experience seeing just, I mean, it was an easy retrieve for the most part, but just the satisfaction of like how many months and hundreds of hours I've put into training this dog just to see it kind of come together, and it was just a, it was so cool to be able to send him on his first bird and have him bring it back, and even though I wasn't the one that shot the first bird, it was still cool for me, and 
then I was able to at least sit out for a while, wait for another bird to come in, and a second wood duck ended up coming in. So I shot that bird, did the same thing. I, I ended up waiting for the bird to float further towards the edge of the pond so he could, he could mark it easier. We went to that back corner of the pond, and anybody that's seen this video on YouTube, if you're coming from YouTube, know what I'm talking about. But this is just more of an in-depth explanation of that video. And I got him in that back corner. That bird was, he was able to mark that bird. I sent him out there. He grabbed it, brought it right back, brought it right to me, released when I told him to release it. And that was just such a rewarding experience, being able to sit in my backyard with my dog, just threw up a panel blind, threw out some, I threw out like two dozen duck floaters, and then I threw out a dozen geese floater, goose floaters, and uh, three dozen real geese shadow series silhouettes. I tried to wait out for some geese, hoping that some would fly over, but that didn't pan out, and they hadn't been flying over as much as they have been in previous years. Um, normally what happens is that my house sitting in the middle of the public marsh, they kind of funnel the geese in in the early morning from shooting at them, calling at them, all that stuff. So I, I normally get a shot at the geese, but this year it just didn't pan out. They didn't really fly with the wind that we had, they flew towards the lake instead of towards the fields. So I did not get a shot on any geese, but I'm just waiting on that one goose that comes in while I have the dog out just to see. He's been trained with frozen geese, frozen full-size geese from the early season. So I am confident that he would pick it up if we shot him. It'll just be cool to see it all come together in one hunt um so then I took him I took a week kind of worked on a few things with him tried to get him a little looser as we're training just so that it's a little bit more fun it's not as structured as the training has been throughout the whole summer but now with the temperature difference he seems to have a little bit more go I mean when I was training him in the summer, and it was really warm, and he wasn't in the water. It kind of put a damper on on that uh, training just because he was getting tired quicker. He was getting warm, and I didn't want to push him too hard through it and make him hate the training and the hunting. So now that the temperature drop helps us with the training, um, he seems to have a little bit more energy little bit more kick when we're hunting or when we're training so that's really good um, we worked on a little bit of lining drills trying to get him um, to line up a little bit better for the retrieves and that definitely helped the following week when we went out on the lake now this hunt was this was a special hunt just because I was able to round up four other guys to go out to the spot and uh, I was able to take the dog and just focus on the dog. The guys that I went with I had confidence in their shooting so I wasn't worried about 
well, if these birds come in, nobody's going to hit them. These guys I know can hit them. So that was cool. Um, we got out, set out like eight dozen decoys on the lake. We were just hunting from shore and uh, worked out really well for the dog because I brought his uh, Invisalab stand and I just had the stand without the blind on it. And I put him down closer to the water line as opposed to where we were sitting. And that was easier for him. It was more comfortable for him and it was easier for him to see birds on the water. Um, My main thing when I took him out that day was I just wanted him to be steady because I knew that I had a feeling that he wasn't going to go on his name when I sent him. Um, I think it's just been a confidence thing for him. He, during the hunting, when we shoot, he'll sit. When I say his name, I think that he's having trouble marking. Um, or everything is just kind of throwing him off. And we're going to work on that in the coming weeks. But in this particular instance, it worked out pretty well because... We did have some cripples, so it was nice that, it was fantastic that he didn't break. He did not break one time. He sat, and when I would come down to him, then he would go, and all I had to do was just kind of walk out into the water with him and line him, and then he went straight. He saw him as soon as he was lined up. He would see the birds. He was lined up. He would go grab them, bring them right back, jump onto his uh, he would jump on the place on his stand. And for the most part, he sat there the whole time. He had a couple times where I think he was getting bored. Um, he would jump off, but I would just go down and set him right back there, and he'd be fine. It's, it's hard for me to be real mad when he's doing that. I'm trying to take the most positives out of each of these experiences as possible and for him to sit and not break and stay on his place that's a big accomplishment especially with a puppy with as much energy as him it's been it's been super cool to see everything kind of start coming together and like I said we've got a lot of work to do but during this hunt the main positives were that he retrieved birds, he saw them as he was lying to them, and he was steady. And, you know, it's, it's each dog's different, and he's going to, it'll come. He just, we have, we just have to keep getting him on birds. And this was a cool experience because we ended up shooting 28 birds. We shot a mix of puddle ducks and divers, and, uh, yeah, it was like, it was, the main thing coming out of this hunt was it was just so cool to see him retrieve these birds and us not have to get the boat. That was really awesome. And he got, he retrieved 11 birds for a second hunt. I thought that was pretty incredible. He... He got a lot of the ones in the decoys. I didn't send him any after any cripples, and I tried not to send him too far offshore just because I didn't want him to get, like, overly tired. And the spots that we were hunting, 
the water was just deep enough where I couldn't get out any further than like 15 yards. Um, and I'm pretty tall. So it was, I could get out there as far as I possibly could. And I didn't really need to, but most of the time I was just trying to, if there was two birds out there, I was trying to get the bird from him so that I could send him back on another one. And he had two doubles that day. Um, not super far doubles, but well, the second one was a pretty far double. It was one bird was maybe if it floated out probably about 40 yards when he got to it. And then the second bird was probably out a little bit further, 40 or 50 yards from where we were sitting on the shore. And uh, all I had to do for that was when he came back, I would have to line him like as he was swimming back. I would take the bird and then walk a little bit in front of him and line him. And that seemed to work out pretty well, at least for that scenario. And, you know, 11 birds, having him stay steady. It was just a, it was a lot of positive things that came out of that hunt. And with him being as young as he is, it can really only go up from here. Assuming that he doesn't do, doesn't like start breaking or do anything like that, which I don't anticipate, um, I think that he's going to shape up to be a pretty good dog, especially with the amount of time that I'm able to put into him. It's just been so cool to see all of these things come together. And tomorrow, I believe we're going to do a quail hunt at my trainer's house. So that should be that should be fun to be able to get him on live birds on land and kind of keep amping up that drive, especially for birds that are just flying up out of the ground. He hasn't been exposed to that yet. So I think that that can only help with his drive, help with, um, well, especially help with his upland training because the upland birds, I want to be able to hunt upland with him and most of that is going to be at preserves or uh, like farms, farm grow or farm raised birds, which I'm completely fine with. I don't really have a big desire to go look for wild uh, pheasants. I would like to use the pheasants and the upland hunting as like a training exercise, just because you know when you're going there, you're going to shoot something, and I think that for a sm- like a puppy, that that's pretty uh I think that's crucial that you get them on birds while they're young and you can train you know with steadiness and stuff like that and kind of simulate a hunt to show them that you're not always gonna shoot something but I don't want to take him out and have multiple times in a row where he doesn't have any retrieves and he just sits there and is bored. I want to keep it fun. I want to keep it upbeat for him. And I think that the amount of hunting that I do and the amount of birds that I shoot, I don't think I'm going to have that issue. Most of the time, almost always we shoot something and we do have quite a few good busy hunts. So it'll be nice to get him on some of those bigger hunts that we shoot a lot of birds, just like this second hunt that he went on. 
out on the lake. Um, they're not always going to be like that, but that was a good trip because it was warm. They're not terribly cold. Uh, he was comfortable. He got on birds, and he was in a different environment. Most of the time that we're hunting and have these good hunts, they're not going to be in the same places anyway. So for him to be getting used to retrieving in these new environments is going to help him and help his experience as we progress through the season and move into next season when hopefully we get a lot more training in next next year and you know that just keeps building up on his experience building up on his confidence and then we can get him just tuned up ready to go hopefully you know we don't have any setbacks hopefully we don't have any injuries and we can keep him moving forward I told myself at the beginning of the year that I wasn't going to get him on a lot of hunts this year. I wanted to get him on about a dozen hunts, and I think that I'm going to get him on a hunt this weekend, if not two, depending on where we end up going. But we might get on a goose hunt this weekend in a pond that I have um, not too far from here. It's my wife's aunt's pond. And it's a big 13-acre pond just off of the highway. Cornfields surrounding it. It's a fantastic spot that holds a lot of geese. So hopefully we can get him out there for, for a goose or for his first live goose during a hunt. That would be pretty cool to get him on that. And then I think either it might possibly happen this weekend or the following weekend. I want to get him on a hunt with another dog so that I can get him, get that like jealousy going of another dog retrieving birds. That seems to help in our training, that that kind of gets him amped up, and then he'll, he gets, he kind of steps his game up a little bit. But I want to see how he does with another dog while hunting, and that'll give me some, that'll give me a good experience to handle and not shoot. Um, I think that I know like I have a lot of friends that have dogs. Um, I have a buddy whose dad runs two GSPs and he'll bring he seems to bring those on quite a few hunts, so we'll see how that works out running another dog with him. And hopefully that kind of brings out another side in him too. And he sees that this is if he sees another dog doing, you know, going when he's on his name right after we shoot, stuff like that, that that'll kind of bring all of that training that we've done for those specific uh, exercises, kind of bring those into the hunt for him, and he can start putting it together. It'll be nice, you know, we can get him, just getting him more experience. That's the main thing. That's what that's what a puppy's first season is all about, is getting them on birds, getting them experience. And I think so far we've done a pretty good job of that. In two hunts for 13 retrieves, that's, that's pretty good. That's about, all, that's about the best I could ask for. Having him on 11 birds on his second hunt and seeing him do it well was just one of the – that'll be a hunt I remember forever. Uh, it's just – 
such an awesome thing to look back on. I, I look at the picture of it every day just because it's on my watch now, but it's such a such an awesome picture of him standing behind 28 birds. Uh, it's just, it's hard to explain that feeling when you've spent all this time training a dog, you've spent all this time just trying essentially envisioning this moment and that comes around it's just it's a relief it it's a confidence booster it's it's just so cool and I'm excited to see where the rest of this season goes we've got a big push of puddle ducks in the area right now as well as a a lot of divers that have been hanging around for a while so I want to get him on some shore divers. I know that that's going to be introducing him to divers, crippled divers is going to be quite the challenge. Um, I'm hoping that (laughs) we just stone him dead as we're shooting him just to make it easier on him. But those hunts are, those shore hunts for divers are always interesting because you get birds working in, then you got to go get the boat and go get these birds. It'll just be so nice to have a dog like we had when we hunted from the shore last weekend just to be able to keep it going. Not not always have to go grab the boat every time that you shoot a bird so it doesn't float away. Or if they're crippled, then it's just a pain in the ass. And I don't, you know, you get a dog because you don't want to deal with that stuff, so... Hopefully we can make that a positive experience for him. We got a lot, I got a lot of vacation time left, so I'm going to be taking a lot of weekday hunt trips, and that'll be nice with less people around, less pressure on the birds, get on some better hunts, and just keep plowing through the season. Our second split's going to be next weekend, and... Or no, after this weekend, then we have five days off in Ohio for all of our North North Zones, the Marsh Zone and the North Zone. So I'll hunt Michigan for one day during the week, come back for the second split, and then it's just all the way through until Christmas. But during the second split, I'm going to be taking time off for Thanksgiving, so I'll have nine days off, I believe. And I am just going to go crazy with it. That's a good time of the year for our area. And the one year that I did it, I shot a lot of birds in four or five days. And I'm excited for that to happen again this year. It's going to be something special. Everybody always talks about how Ohio has is just a junk state, especially for hunting and it couldn't be farther from the truth. Up here, we just get such a mix of birds. And, you know, we get divers, puddle ducks. We get everything coming in at once. We get black ducks and really, really nice mallards at the end of the season. There's more geese here than anybody knows what to do with. If we got more specks and snows, it would be cool just to be able to shoot a variety of geese. But... But these big Canada geese that we have, it's just hard to beat them. I mean, they are just always gigantic, big, 11, 12, 13-pound geese. 
it's hard to get mad when you've got that kind of uh that kind of wildlife here and being able to shoot this many different kinds of birds and it's gonna be it's gonna be cool just got a new prop for my boat since I decided to wreck it when we went out on the shore bashed a rock and made it in fine but as we were coming in I noticed a little vibration so had to order a new prop that came in I replaced that um we'll have to talk about my Houghton Lake layout hunting trip in the next episode and that video should be dropping hopefully next week and that's a really cool video there's a lot of interesting points to talk about on that hunt and we'll be doing some more layout shooting hopefully next weekend so thanks everybody for tuning into this episode I know I just ramble about the dog the whole time, but hopefully it's entertaining. Hopefully you guys find it interesting. Check it out. Check out the video of Boomer's first hunt on YouTube. Uh, there's going to be a few more hunting videos coming out from the marsh, uh, from that hunt, from layout shooting in Michigan, and whatever I film this weekend. So check me out on YouTube, Brian Althorpe Media. Check out the Too Many Hobbies Instagram page. Make sure to follow us on there. If you guys do like these episodes, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a review. That really will help out the show reaching more people. And like always, I appreciate it. We will catch you guys on the next episode.